You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. All right, well, uh, this is Kevin Beckett, and uh, stepping in today for Mike Beckett is uh, John Jorgensen, and he's he's uh, one of our many important and respected members of the community here at MD Alignment. Um, We've been at this just, just a couple of years, yeah, yeah. maybe Since a couple of decades. A decade and a half, yeah, somewhere around, somewhere about there. Yeah. He's been he's been with us a while. Mike is taking a planned or unplanned sick day. Uh, he says it's been getting worse the last couple of days, but well, I I think uh, he just doesn't want to have to deal with the scratchy voice tomorrow. Well, it's kind of cold and damp and dreary outside too. Maybe he just doesn't want to leave the house. Maybe he didn't want to leave the house. Yeah. That could that could have been it. But uh, uh, we will still, we'll, I'll be taking uh, most of the answers here. Obviously, uh, uh, I'll be probably deferring to John sometimes. And uh, we'll, still, we'll still take care of everybody out there. If you have any questions, just press one on your phone. And uh, don't press it twice uh, unless you already heard the answer, I suppose. And we do have somebody with a question now, so we're just going to go ahead and find out uh, what they're doing. They're from the 785 area code. I'm hoping somewhere warm. You think it's someplace warm? Yeah. yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Pennsylvania just because. I'm going to go with Southern Florida. Southern Florida. Yeah. Okay. Let's Where are you from? Kansas. Kansas. I'm in Minnesota and it's friggin' cold. And you're in Minnesota. Man, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't envy you, uh, but what can I do for you? Well, got a tire issue. Keep blowing okay. a trailer tire. We've got a um, two, three foot California spread axle flat um, deck trailer. Okay. okay. And the back axle, you can dump the air on it you know, make the corners easier. Right. All right. And we keep, and we've got Michelin, yes, the, there, it's 17 and a half inch tires, and it's the Michelin, the good Michelin tires on the back. Mm -hmm. And we keep blowing the tires back there. It's, you keep Why? blowing the tires? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Getting probably between forty and 50,000 miles on them. And then they just blow. Okay. Well, what? Uh, let's see. They are the correct load range for what you're doing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Do you, well, you see unusual wear patterns developing on these tires? None. None. Okay. None. And is it only on the rear axle? Only on the rear axle. Okay. And. Now, when you, do they make you dump the, it, do they make tires? Do they make tires just for a spread axle? No, no, they they just uh, tires wear out poorly on spread axles. But typically, it's uh, uh, the the two corners, the uh, uh, 
I'm going to say is I, for some reason, and my, my mind's fooling me really quick, but I believe it's the right rear and the left front wear out the quickest. Um, but you need, that's that's your typical spread axle wear is two corners wearing out, and you just you got to rotate them uh, front to back in order to keep ahead of it. So wearing out, if you're having an issue with just the rear axle, uh, I, I'm thinking it's got something to do with what's going on back there. Um, now you say you can dump it in order to make a turn. Is that how often or, or how easy is it to return from that? Really easy, really easy. Okay, so it returns back up to normal very quickly, and and you don't use it except if you had to make an extreme turn. So that right, uh, yeah. So that's I mean that's a very 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 small percentage of the time that that actually happens at all, right? Right. Okay. All right. Then uh, blowing. Okay, but they're they're the 17 inch tires. What inflation are you running in them? Um, 100 pounds. 100 pounds. Well, um, yep. yeah, and I guess I, I a 17-inch tire, I guess I don't know what the load inflation turret is going to say on that. Uh, but since the front tire isn't having the problem and they're running at the same uh, tire pressure, I, I just I have trouble believing that's the issue either. <laughs> so, let's see, blowing tires every 50,000 miles only on the rear axle of a trailer. Uh, yeah, and this last and the last one that blew, I didn't even have twenty thousand on it. Where's the tire failing at? Sidewall failure? Yes. Okay. So it sounds like it's a it's a load issue. Yeah. That. Okay. For now, are you able? Can you get on a scale where you can actually weigh how much is on each axle? Yeah, I yeah, I could. Okay, when you're loaded, uh, as an opportunity, see if there is for some reason a, a discrepancy on on how it's how it's in, how it's uh, how much load you're getting on those tires. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, All right. Being a spread axle, I wouldn't imagine that would be an, an issue with a with a, a, a truck, but with a spread axle, maybe that is. And not being a tire expert myself, per se, <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure. I don't know what the maximum load capacities are for 17-inch tires. Well, it, apparently it, the front ones aren't blowing. I understand. So I don't, I don't, nope. I think nope. she's right that she, that's not being surpassed. Unless, for some reason, it's loading uh, uh, different on the rear axle and the front. Are they blowing or just driving down the interstate, or is this like when you're when you're in a turn, the tire fails? Driving down the interstate. Okay. 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 Well, that's that would be what I would be most interested in finding out. Then is is there a load discrepancy? Because if the pressure is the same, if the, the tires were the same, if the uh, it's not the rims, it's not. It's got to be something to do with with uh, either the inflation wasn't right, but do you use a cat's eye or anything? Um, no, it's I manually check. Okay, okay, then yeah, I I gotta imagine it's got to do with a lot. Um, all right, Any, anything else? Nope. You guys nope. stay warm and have a 
good one. All right, you too. You. Hey, have you. a good one. Thanks. All right. Okay. Well, that was somebody from Kansas. I'm trying to stay warm in Minnesota. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's about, uh, let's see, that's what we do not actually have any other colors. So instead, what we're going to be doing is oh. talking to each other. And I guess, uh, what is it about MD alignment that keeps you around? It keeps me around? Yeah. I believe in what we do. That's very true. I mean, we, we have a great product and we spend a tremendous amount of time, I believe, truly helping people. Okay. Um, now you're on, you're on Mike's microphone okay. and you know how loud he talks. Oh, yeah. I suppose so, I better so talk a little louder. Just okay. shout it out. <laughs> okay. I will. Oh, yeah. I think about that. Yes. And uh, what, uh, what, what, have you done here that you think, uh, especially the listeners, would uh, uh, that you enjoyed the most, or that the listeners would would appreciate the most? Wow, um, this isn't really a talk show. I'm not a good interviewer. Yeah, no, I understand. No, <laughs> I, I take a lot of the technical calls that come in on the main line, and. and uh, there was one particular call that I had this week that you know I felt good and bad about at the same time. So the gentleman that called in was having a tire wear issue on his drives, all four of them, and he described the problem to me. And, and every symptom he gave me was a, an indicator of loose wheel bearings. And after a, a long conversation with him and him explaining to me how he just spent nearly $10,000 getting his truck worked on, it, it, was, it was painful for me to explain to him that based on the information he gave me that... He simply had loose bearings, and I had just wished that he would have called us before he had all that work done. It would have been able to save him a tremendous amount of money. This was he, this all started when he started the work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had he had new wheel bearings put on, and then he started having tire wear issues, and he went and had brake drums balanced, carrier bearings replaced, drive shafts balanced, just uh, everything you could think of except. Checking the bearings, just yeah, or checking it our way. Checking it our way. Somebody right. was checking them. They just they weren't finding the problem. You know, that's interesting. I, I think about this often when I get these calls, and I, and I realize that this is the problem. Explain to the, the, the caller what you know, how we determine that's what we believe the problem is. I can never understand where these torque specs, these are these bearing tightening procedures that everybody seems to know where they came from. The manufacturers. The manufacturers got together and put those numbers together. Well, no, no. If you go and watch like a Timken uh, presentation on how to tighten wheel bearings, they don't prescribe backing it off. Yeah, they do. Uh, at, the, at the end, if it isn't zero, if, if it's not uh, between one and five thousand in play, in other words, if you can't find in play, you have to back it off. But, not a quarter or half a turn. Not with the dial indicator on there. You're going to get far more than zero to five yes. thousandths. If they, if they were checking it right. And that's, boy, there's a lot that goes into that. Uh, the biggest problem, I can tell you, the biggest problem that happened was about 10, 12 years ago. The the steel the seals that they were installing were much stiffer than they were back in the 90s when the procedure was designed. Yeah. And... Since the procedure involves having an empty hub, they when they would check it, they were they were trying to shake a very stiff hub with no weight 
to, to move it. And then when you put the, the drum and the wheel and the tire on, or two tires, uh, suddenly you can get a whole bunch of movement in that stiff wheel seal, and you find that you've, you've, you've loosened the bearing way too much. Far too much, yeah, far too much. Anyway, and, and that is the, the, the old procedure that everybody knows uh, was last updated right before they changed the way they designed the seals. Well, and the, the way they teach you to tighten the bearings is not the procedure that anybody uses and has never really used. And I, I, I talk to people all the time, and I ask them, are you tightening it with the wheel on using a dial or wheel off using a dial indicator? Are you tightening with the wheel on? And of course, the normal response is, well, with the wheels on. And we don't use a dial indicator. And if we don't use a dial indicator, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hard to find zero to five thousandths with a dial indicator when you don't even use one. All right, well, we got a number of more calls here. Uh, and the next one is from the 904 area code. Huh. I'm still thinking someplace warm. Let's go with uh, Southern California. Southern California. Uh, I was going to shoot for Arizona, but you're so close with that one. I'm going to go all the way over to, uh, oh, Tennessee. Tennessee to Southern Cal. Okay. I don't know. So where are you from? Yeah, that's my uh, Florida. Oh, Florida. I had to write the first time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, somewhat warm. Anyway, I didn't really have a question, but uh, I did have the same symptom this lady called before about blowing the tires. And what I found was running 100 pounds of air was underinflated for maximum load capacity. If uh, yes. the tires called for 120, that did this for four or five years because I was under a lease deal where they kind of took care of the tires. Once I got the truck from home possession, and I started running macro tires and, and all of my tire issues all went away. Good. I do chop them, you know, when I'm empty because it's overinflated. They all fill up or chop or whatever, you know, but I'd rather have a chopped or a stuffed tire than I had uh, blowing a tire out. And I, like I say, we blew tires fairly regular, you know, and... Uh, mm -hmm kind of determined it was uh, under inflation, you know, because the manufacturer will kind of suggest uh, air pressure for you. If you're half loaded, half empty, then they'll come somewhere in the middle, which is usually right. around 100, between 95 and 105 pounds. But uh, once I put maximum air in it, then uh, all my tire issues went away, except for the chopping. Yeah, and, you know, getting a place to put 120 pounds of air in it, I know it can be an exercise. Uh but doing that, I mean, 120, even 125 pounds, getting it up to maximum and even past it based on the temperature outside uh, or uh, you know, there's a few other considerations. With, but the, the point being, getting your inflation up uh, is really important, especially for, for the, the overall life of the tire. I'm just really surprised that it's only the rear axle in her case. But, yeah, I, 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 am, I, would, I would definitely encourage anybody to... Uh, add more air for almost every tire wear issue. Yeah, <laughs> yep. very much so. Mm. Okay, that's all I had. I just uh, heard she had a problem. I had the same issue. Uh, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for, Thank thanks you. for that. And yes, I, I agree with you. Mm. All right. Thank thanks. You. All right. Well, it's, uh, it's two calls on that one. And uh, We've got uh, a few more calls here to answer, so excellent. We'll see if we can help somebody. Go ahead and get it. Uh, we've got another one here. This is the five eight zero. 
Area code five eight zero. Hmm. Actually, sounds okay. familiar. I'm it gonna, does. I'm going to go with New York. I'm going with Minnesota. Minnesota. Hmm. Oh, are you there? Wrong, 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 wrong. Western wrong. Oklahoma. Western oh. Oklahoma. God's country. Yeah. Yes. Uh, out by the Panhandle. Yeah, that's uh, well. Just, yeah. To keep it short, yes. Uh, uh, out on I forty, uh, land of Roger okay. Miller and Jeb Woolley. Uh, kind of wondering if y'all could give me a, a a few things to look out for on a uh, Camelback Mac. Going to look at one. Kind of, kind of wondering if there's anything to keep my eyes peeled for because I've heard they can be a complete uh, can. pain in the ass if it if it's if it's suspension related. So. Uh, Right. I wonder what y'all recommend. Well, uh, the <laughs> okay, um, there is there is such a thing as as a worn suspension, and as it wears, uh, there are, there are these there are these bushings that get squished out. And, and okay, yeah, I'm gonna have you're gonna have to forgive me. I'm having trouble visualizing exactly what I'm saying, so I'm not gonna be able. I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to tell you what it was, Mike. Would know the answer. I don't. Oh, Kevin, you've worked on a few of these. I know. You I, I hate to say that, that. Well, Mike should be here, and then we'd have the answer. But uh, yes, there there is a, there is an issue, and the issue ends up as uh, uh, let's see. I believe the entire suspension shifts one direction, uh, so you're you're it would be off center if you just measured the axle. To frame and found that the the axles were off center, then you would you would have identified that the suspension itself is probably in need of repair, because what they do with the Camelback or even the Hendrickson locking beam, it's basically you take one box and attach it to the box of the frame, and it's supposed to be very square, I mean perfectly within less than an eighth of an inch. So if it's not square underneath the frame, there's something wrong with the suspension. All right. Is is this uh, such a problem that it's a deal breaker, or is this fixable? Or oh yeah, it's fixable. Everything is fixable, and uh, you know, I mean, if it's an older truck, I suppose you you can expect that uh, suspension repair, but it is is going to be something to do. But the Camelback, I recommend taking it to Mac to get it fixed because it's a pain and it's it's their mess. Fortunately, they know how to fix it, so. We are saying you're going to have to pay, you know, full retail to get the thing repaired. Okay. All right. If that's what you're going to do. So, if I can, stay away from Camelback at at all costs then? No, no, no. Like I said, I mean, if you just measure from the frame to the outside edge of the tire uh, on all four positions and find that it is actually centered, then you've probably got, you know, uh, uh, at least a couple hundred thousand miles, maybe more, before that vehicle is going to need, before that suspension is going to need a repair. All right. All right. Well, they're that's all suspension. I had for you. Yeah, very good suspension. All right. Yep. Yep. That's it. Excellent. Mm. All right. Well, hey, thank you for calling and uh, are you in, have a good, a good time out there in God's country. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Mm. All right. Well, that's another 
question answered. And we were nowhere Oklahoma. close guessing. Yeah, Oklahoma, no idea what no, we're right. talking about as far all as over the board there. Normally don't. Mike yeah. often picks, you know, Jamaica. Do we do we get to talk calls to from Jamaica? Jamaica. I, I didn't. I guess I didn't know we got calls from Jamaica. We could. We can. I mean, no reason they can't. Oh, okay. But I it, we're looking for that Jamaica audience. Now, do they speak English in Jamaica? Yeah, it's an English colony. Is it? But still, or is it Jamaican? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, might be an accent. Okay, all right. Little bit. Maybe they're visiting. We don't. Know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. We got a couple more here. Uh, Nine three one, nine three one. I've never heard this. I, I'm, um, New Mexico. New Mexico. Oh, I think there's only like one area code in New Mexico. And what if it's nine three one? Is it? I don't know. It I, could be. I it could be. Could <laughs> be. <laughs> so I'm going to go with uh, Indiana. Okay. Well, Kevin, you've heard this one before because I've called it oh, before, so. and you've every time you've guessed, you've guessed Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Did I just? Did you just? Did you, you knew where the call was coming from. No, I don't. I, oh, I but I, I've heard this guy before. I just, yeah, the area code. I forget it every time. Where are you? Where are you from? Tennessee. Tennessee. I guess Tennessee just. Comes yeah, I know. I, mean, I did that a minute ago okay, too. Just, just for your own edification, there's only two area codes in Tennessee: nine three one and six one five. Nine three one, six one five. I know six one five. Yeah, nine three one is the one I always forget. All right, Tennessee. Uh, what can we do you for? Well, I have a 2014 uh, Cascadia Evolution, and this nice. is the first time I've ever had a tractor with super singles on it. Uh, the last time uh, I spoke with you and Mike, you guys were going over the. Uh, rear axles being out of alignment, how to measure them, putting tape on the tires and whatnot. So one of, as far as the alignment goes, um, I'm working on getting up to Chad in Kansas City because there hasn't seemed to be any good uh, MD alignment shops around the Nashville area. Well, I don't. I don't think I have anyone on the list in the Nashville area right now. Not on. Yeah, not, uh, on, not on my. On my mind. Uh, um, well, if I wanted, if I wanted to come see the Beckett personally, where would I go? Oh uh, well, we're in Des Moines, but uh, right now we're not doing alignments ourselves. We have a great guy here in Des Moines that's been part of our organization forever. That, that's doing alignments for us here. We have. Complete faith in him. He knows exactly what he's doing. But right. We're not doing them ourselves right now. Right. Well, I know Kevin. Uh, Lancaster would be the guy here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Rutherford, you know, raves on Chad, and that's why yeah. you know I've, mm-hmm. I've you know got that at the top of the list. But get, you know, well, if you can get up to southern, if, if you can get up to southern Ohio. And there's another one up in Indiana. Uh, What's that guy's name? Uh, you thinking three, three T triple T repairs. I know. Uh, well, maybe. Yeah. No, they're a good shop too. Okay. But there's, yeah, they're definitely uh, Jerry Ream in Southern Ohio, a lot closer to you. Uh, relatively speaking. Would be he's a he's a really great guy. He really knows what he's doing. He'll 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 hook you up. 
Yeah, he's been doing this for a really long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my Cascadia, I, I run the bag uh, front suspension, and, you know, it, it's a nice, smooth-running truck, but I've only had this truck for right about 25,000 miles now. And, okay. uh, you know, it, it runs smooth. What I did not... Uh, like and the bad thing that I got from the company <clears throat> was that it pulls to the right, and they said that they have it dialed in to drift to the right just in case the driver were to go to sleep, the truck would drift <laughs> off to the right, wreck into the ditch instead of you know. And I said, okay, well that screws up the front alignment. Oh no, it does nothing to the alignment. Uh, yes, it does. Uh... <laughs> so, hear it all the time. Yeah, we do hear it. It's, it's an excuse. Yeah. It's so a, what? What my what my goal here in 2016 is doing all the upgrades to the truck. You know, that's what I'm going to spend the year of 2016 doing. Uh, my my biggest uh, top of the list thing is getting the alignments done, and then now I want to talk about proper inflation on top. So, sure. so yeah. everybody says 110 on steers. As long as I've been driving 20 plus years, everybody says, you know, 105 on fat. Is there is there a set pressure that just seems to be the norm? Well, the um, the side of the tire, the side of the tire, will tell you. Tells you what the yeah, right. tells you what the pressure right. is that's supposed to be, and that's the minimum pressure that for, for that load. So yeah. So mm-hmm. I and the, and that number, that minimum, you can add five pounds to that just out of hand. Easily. Uh, mm-hmm. The easiest reason being that the uh, the pressure is is set uh, at sixty degrees ambient air. So if the ambient air is 40 or 80, you should add five pounds anyway. 20 degrees off of that, you add five pounds. So almost all the time, you should add five pounds. Okay, so yeah, that's been my concern here. Now that we're going into colder temperatures, when when I when I check my tires, mm-hmm. should I keep them at that? You know, add and deflate just to keep them at that PSI. Uh, uh, deflate? No. No. Well, no, you, no. This is the cold pressure. It's going to go up fifteen percent as you drive it. Yeah. So right. I know we, we knew that the pressure was going to increase. Yeah. Or, or yes, and it gets hot because the sidewall is flexing as it as it rolls. So right. it, that that engine that that sidewall flex is going to increase pressure and actually stiffen up the sidewall a little bit more. So either you're going to increase pressure, and, that, that's, and that's kind of why you do it, with, especially with this uh, colder air or warmer air uh, issue, you either stiffen up the sidewall some more by adding pressure in the first place, which reduces the amount of sidewall flex, which reduces the increase in pressure, or you let the sidewall flex and it increases the pressure that way. But by letting the sidewall flex, you're damaging the tire. Okay, so at cold, when I do my pre-trip in the morning and I check my pressures, mm-hmm. I want my I want my tire at that prescribed yeah. one ten. One ten, or better still, one fifteen. 
Or depending on the tire, it might depends, be 120, 125. Depends on the tire. Right, well, the, the cold rating on my Spears uh, was 110. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so minimum 110. Like when, when I go into like a Love's Tire Pass, and they check my tires and they go, oh, do you want us to even them all up to you know, 115 or 116 or, you know? No. No, don't. Yeah, when, when they're already warm, don't touch them anymore. Only adjust the pressure when it's cold. Only when it's cold. Okay. Right. So Only when it's now cold. The, now the super singles are 120, so same, same, just keep them all at the cold rating. Uh, yeah, when the yeah, when the tire is cold, adjust it to the 120. Okay. So yeah, I went I went and bought one of those really cool hoses that hooks up to your glad hand that you can right. pop right on you. That doesn't seem to work for crap. <laughs> it, it, it can it can take a long, long, long time to get the pressure that you're looking long, for that way. Long, long time, yes. <laughs> Yeah. I don't have that many hours in my day. <laughs> is, is there anything on the market that a driver could keep on board for like in the morning, you know, like power inflator that you, you know, I know on cars you used to be able to get those little power inflators you could plug into a cigarette lighter. And hmm. I'm not aware. Well, uh, yeah, those are only... Yeah, uh, getting you up to thirty pounds, forty pounds, maybe. Right? Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't know that there's any. I don't know that there's any quick cures to get up to 110, um, because that is that really is a whole lot of area trying to move. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's a lot of shops that have compressors that can get that high. So right. I, I don't know. Right. Well, I yep. have my compressor dialed in at, at my shop at the house, but right. being, at, being on the road, you know. Okay, so the best thing is if I if I stay at a, I don't stay at a lot of truck stops. So pretty much in the morning I'm at a rest area or you know I park off the grid. Yep. Right. Well, uh, a tire shop, uh, you know, any tire shop that you go by should be able to take care of it there if you can if you can get there and it's low. Okay, well, loves yeah, every I, once in a while and use one of their new gizmos. Mm. Yeah, loves. Yeah, loves yeah, has something interesting. Oh yeah, that's pretty neat. Mm. Yeah, those are the tire pass I was talking about. Yeah, you seen those. The tire pass. They hook hoses up to every one of your tires, and then yep. right. they say, "Oh, well, this one." They give you a readout. They say this mm. one's one fourteen, or this one's you know, and then they want to open up all the air pressures, telling you that you're. Your air pressure should all be even for even tire wear. Yeah. <laughs> if they're all 110, then yeah. But if they're all even at 100, then you're not doing yourself a favor. Uh, and if you got, right. you know, you're running duels and they want to put 125 like you have in your steers, I, I don't know about that. Well, right. I, mean, well okay, yeah. Yeah, I haven't gotten into those. I don't know what they're uh, what they're doing. But I, I all I know. Um, if you okay, and that's the that is the all the other thing that you can do if you check it in the morning and you're five pounds low, then you drive, you get someplace, and it's it's gone up fifteen percent. 
it's still five pounds low. Right. So you yeah. can add another five pounds and then just leave and then go from there. Okay. That's a good, good That's point, Kevin. So check, check them in the morning. If they're at the prescribed PSI, they're good to go. If mm -hmm. they're a little low, compensate at next stop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just know which tire needs how much, and then just just add that much, and you should be fine. All righty, all right. Well, we're good with that. All right. Well, I will continue to listen on. Entertain us, fellas. We'll try. All right. We'll, we'll try. All right. Thank you. All right. Good day. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, that's uh. We only have one more caller with a question, and we have hmm. about oh about twenty five minutes left here. And uh, if we if we run out of callers, we'll start talking about the Hawkeyes or dirty jokes or something. Well, that was uh, something. Uh, so, <laughs> so we got another caller <laughs> here. Okay, but uh, <clears throat> we'll finish off these, and we'll see what uh, what happens next. Uh, we got here the six one six area code. Six one six. Texas. I'm gonna go with New York. New, I had New, New York, York City. City. Okay. It could be. I don't know. Are you thinking salsa? We're talking New York, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where are you from? Howdy. Hi. Six one six is it's uh, West Michigan. Michigan. Western Michigan. Michigan. Mm -hmm. yes. Uh, mm. First of all, I want to uh, apologize uh, on my accent. You know, I'm from Europe, so yeah. I'll, I'll try my best. You know, tonight I have a question regarding my steering tire. Uh, a while ago, I noticed uh, that my uh, my steering was pulling to the right, and uh, I went to a shop and they they switched the steering tire, and yeah. now it's pulling to the left. Yeah, okay. Radially. So, uh, yeah. yeah you got two possibilities. One is mm. that the tires were the problem, or two, it has an alignment problem. Right. The alignment pushed the tire sideways so much that the tire now has a, a radial lead. And then when you switched it around, it, it turns out that the radial lead is greater than the mechanical issue. But the mechanical issue hasn't gone away. It's probably an alignment problem. Mm. It probably, yeah, it probably is. But if, if, so you can. As a, it, it pulls left now, over the next 10 to 20,000 miles, it'll probably even out so it's straight, and then eventually it'll start pulling right again. So if that's what happens, then you still have a, a mechanical issue, uh, an alignment issue that needs to be solved. So just go feel the tire. I mean, no. if there's feathering, we well, we, yeah. are, we are. Yeah. Well, I know. There's okay. Feathering, when when it was pulling to the right, the the right uh, tire uh, uh, started to worn on the first thread uh, outside, just a little bit edge. on, on like, yeah, outside on two, on only on two spots. And then yeah. when I switched to uh, the tires or uh, on the left side, it uh, looks the same, but the, the, the steering is it's less pulling to the, the left than to the right. You know what I mean? Or stronger yeah. to the right. I'm, I, I don't know. No. I think I lost, I lost that. I lost <laughs> he took the right oh, side and put it on the left side, and the pole's gone from right pole to a left pole. Is that right? Well, yeah. yeah. But what was it yeah, about exactly. the what was yeah. it about the spots? Where are those? Where were the spots at? Outside, outside 
uh, outside uh, outside only two like two shapes monster uh, shapes on the outside bed um, of the right side and are they right next to each other? Uh, not really. No, no, they're not nice to each other. Okay. Like uh, like a foot distance. Okay. Oh, that's pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, good question. Exactly what's causing those two spots? But knowing you have an alignment issue, it, it the first thing that needs to be solved is all the alignment problems. Now, what uh, what brand of tire is this? Hmm. Uh, they are Yokohama twenty four point five. Okay. okay. Yeah. And uh, and what truck is it on? It's a six hundred channel. Okay, what year? 2007. 2007, okay. All right. Well, then, mm. yeah, uh, this should be an easily uh, resolved alignment issue. And uh, well, what did the last set of tires look like? Uh, the, the, which one, the drive? No, you just steer. Steers. The one you, you've replaced oh. them at some point, or did you just buy this truck? Uh, no, I didn't understand, sorry. Did you just buy this truck or have you had it for a long time? Oh, I have it for like uh, two, three years, almost three years now. Three years, years. Okay. What happened to the last yeah. steer tires you had on the truck? What did your last set of steer tires look like? Why did you replace them? Oh, I replaced them because they just worn uh, normally, you know? So uh, they, huh. I, I had huh. a, a alignment with them, worked Fine, everything was beautiful, uh, and then they were now like normal, you know, normal wear. So I replaced them. Everything was fine for like fifty hundred thousand miles, and then uh, uh, fifty mi uh, fifty thousand miles. Sorry, and then uh, right. it start to pull to the right. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I have one question: Should I go with the axle alignment or just uh, steering alignment? Uh, three axle, yeah, yeah. because their problem is most likely in the rear end. <laughs> Just a one axle it could just be a sixteenth of an inch off of where it was supposed to be, uh, and it may have changed over the last fifty thousand miles. Yeah. yeah. So just think, get I that think. one adjustment made, and most of your alignment issues are come from the rear of the truck. So right. don't don't ever just don't ever just do a toe setting That's unless unless this is a flex air. Uh, is it that one with the big D shaped spring that sticks sits, sits, sticks out from the, in front of the axle? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Okay, and you said it's an 07, so does it have right about a million miles? Uh, around the nine, 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 I end up, whenever I have to align one of these, I, I end up chasing my tail for two hours before I have to accept that this guy has to get his get it repushed. So, I mean, maybe maybe it's okay. not bad, but... Okay. Hmm. When you say the, you're repushing, they have to, to take out the axle, everything, or they, they can make it uh, on the spot? No, they, they just replace, they pull off the springs and uh, one torque arm uh, per position. You know, that D-shaped spring, the top and bottom of that D-shaped spring is where the bushing fails. And then that okay. torque arm that holds the alignment in place uh, on the axle, that one can fail also. But the, the D-shaped springs, those, that's that big C spring, that, that's the one that uh, 
the bushings on that fail. And yeah, you, do, you get that fixed and then it'll probably hold the alignment better next time. And this time the job uh, can be uh, done in uh, alignment shop? Yeah, typically any, any alignment shop's gonna do suspension work. It's not, it's not a huge project, no. Yeah, okay. Okay, uh, thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, I love your show. Thank you. Good night. Thanks, Thanks for calling. For calling. Yep. Thank you. So that, was, that was Michigan, Western Michigan. Western, I, was, I was waiting. I was waiting. Yeah. Out near East Lansing. Yes, maybe? yes. There's a college over there. Yeah. I think they played a football they game. They played recently. a football game last yeah. night against yeah. the Hawkeyes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for it. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Hey, we got the Rose Bowl, so it's We're all going good. To the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, got another one here. Five zero nine. Five zero nine. I think that is Michigan or uh, Minnesota. I thought Minnesota was six five one. There's a number of variables. Yeah, I suppose there is. I don't know. I think I think it's Minnesota. I'm going with Pasadena, California. <laughs> Why is that on your mind? I don't know. We're just talking about football. <clears throat> All right, where are you from? How the Hawks? How about those Hawks? The dead giveaway right there out of Washington. Washington. Mm. Yeah, All right. Yes, yeah, I'm <laughs> You were talking about Seahawks, right? Oh, <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> We were, oh, we're, we're okay. talking about college football. Oh, no, that was okay. quite the women. Sorry had, about though. that. Very impressive. Yeah, well, really well. They're, oh, they're going to make, make a run for the division, I guess. Oh. I think they are, too. Anyhow, we're I'm touchdown. new to the industry, and I'm looking at a truck or two right now. I'm actually looking at two real close. Um, okay. They're both Volvo, and one has a Detroit 11.1 with 700000 and change on it. <clears throat> Excuse me. The other one has an N14 with 700 and change on it. I mean, they're basically twin trucks. Um, okay. I've heard a lot of conversation about the Detroit having some issues with part availability come time for in frames and rebuilds and whatnot. And, and the N14, I know Kevin's wanting to do see they can get some gas mileage out of those and kind of pushing people that direction a little bit, sounds like. And I see these other N14s with the redhead and the higher horsepower. Um, the 11.1 and the N14 I'm looking at, just Detroit's been around a long time. Mm -hmm. I just yeah. wanted to get you guys' opinion on, on your what? thoughts on I, I don't really have any. Vehicle. Yeah, I don't really have any uh, um, personal feelings one way or the other about them. No, I mean this is a kind of area or, or question that I think <laughs> Kevin Rutherford prefers one over the other. Yeah, I, I, that would answer my question right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We were really right, we only right. pay attention to the suspensions, the tires, and handling. You guys are strictly drivetrain type stuff. Yeah, so that really is. Maybe you can answer this question. We're going to be hauling only about forty thousand pounds, kind of a hot shot type of operation, and okay. thinking about drop dropping an axle and going to a super single. 
would that be beneficial for me or do I need that second axle, you think? Okay, our opinion on this is evolving. Uh, earlier, about four or five years ago, especially when fuel prices were really high, uh, larger fleets were going after these trucks and doing these conversions themselves. Now, now that fuel has dropped precipitously, uh, the larger fleets are ditching the idea, which means that when you're done with the vehicle, you may find that its resale is really bad. So I, I, that's a, that would be the one thing I would make sure you're looking at is uh, first, the, the gain in fuel isn't, isn't gonna be as much as it was a few years ago when people were switching to this configuration. And then second, right. Uh, right. You, you may not get back what you thought you would when you sell the truck. So right. not, okay. yeah, I wouldn't know you are gonna save money, that much money on it. I don't know that I would do it. Okay. All righty. Well, it's my first time listening, and it looks like you guys needed some calls. So hopefully in the future I can uh, help support you guys. All right. Thanks Thank again. you very much. Appreciate it. All right. Mr. Pellet. Thank you. Yeah, I should have known Washington 500. Okay. I don't know. You lived there for a while. I did, yeah. but 360 was my Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Oh, well, anyway, um, all right, we got 15 minutes and three more calls. I think those are gonna work out just fine. All right, great. Mm. All right, this one here is the 719, there you go. Mm. 719, um, Alaska. Alaska, sure. I'm going Alaska, I'm going, I'm going Georgia. All right, hey, uh, how you doing? Good. Good. Uh, where is 719? It's in Colorado. Ah, okay. We were as far away from you as we could possibly get on. I just figured the Colorado prefix was like 420. 420. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Yeah, I, why didn't uh, they? Uh, might change it. They, they could. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do you, you got, guys boys? are a who? Tires. I got the Yokohama 703s. And rear axle, 379 feet. On the inside, say a six-inch spot, where's the outside, the same spot straight across from it doesn't wear. And then a little ways further down, you know, the next six inches, it'll be just opposite. Okay, I'm, I think I'm picturing what you're saying. Some inside, outside? Yeah, I think what you're, imagine what I'm thinking you're describing is a mismounted tire. In other words, the tire is, is set at an angle on the rim, and as it, as it rolls, uh, first one side wears funny, and then the opposite side of the same tire wears funny, because it's always riding on one edge. Does that sound like what you're looking at? No, it's all the way across the tread. That's all the way oh, okay. Yeah, one spot will be a 30-second less tire on, on, I don't know how to really explain it. Inside tire, a six-inch part of the tread all the way across is as a 30-second less than the same six-inch spot 
on the outside tire. Okay. Hmm. And then, and this is this a pattern that repeats itself somewhere, or did it only happen once? No, it sits all the way around the tire. Oh. Oh, okay. It, it, it alternates. It alternates. Like, okay. six inches will be inside on the same six inches on the outside, and then you go another six inches around, it'll be the outside and not the inside. Like a checkered board? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Huh. Okay, and is this, is this a, what pattern tire is this? Is this ribbed or lugs? It's a lug. Okay, okay. It's on a peep. Okay, and and this is a this is a full lug pattern, or is this a got the solid shoulders and the lugs in the center? Solid shoulder, yes. And and lugs in the center, and then the shoulders are wearing also. Yeah, the shoulders are. It's just the the lugs on on the tire. Oh. Okay. I, all right. I know what this is. This is what's called alternate lug wear. And it's a, this is a pretty dramatic description of the pattern. But as a lug passes through the footprint, it is being torqued through the footprint. It's a, because it's a drive tire. So uh, as it as it's being pushed through the footprint, a certain amount of uh, uh, scrub develops. And at some point, that's the one of those lugs is going to wiggle. Because it's uh, it's it's gotten enough scrub that it's it, it actually moves instead of instead of uh, being twisted, okay. And that point where it wiggles becomes a low spot. Uh, usually, this happens. Uh, you know, it's called alternate lug wear because it happens one here, one there, and you know, just across the across the face of the tire, it just, it just looks like kind of like a checkerboard. But in your case, you're saying that it's a six-inch strip, six-inch strip, six-inch strip, six-inch strip. And that just, it sounds like what that is, is this specific brand tire has an alternate lug pattern that is contained within strips around the tread. Hmm. Well, would, it, would it do it on the inside tire and the outside tire? Oh yeah, that's that's why that's what leads me to believe that's what's happening because it's because it is happening both inside and outside, and not necessarily in the same place on either tire. If, okay. uh, I was gonna, I was wondering if maybe it was a brake issue, but that should be happening across both. Yeah, tires. be both both tires. Hmm. Uh, if maybe right. if you could, ro if, yeah, if maybe if they'd been rotated, uh, and these tires had just been, if these were moved six inches over. And it had been rotated, and you could actually match that pattern all the way around. Maybe there was a brake issue before it was rotated, and now it's shown up. But if it wasn't rotated, and it's got this weird cross pattern, that sounds like it's just the way this tire uh, exposes that alternate lug pattern. Would uh, rotate them? No. No, once, the pattern, once this pattern started, it's just going to keep going. But it shouldn't right. affect the life of the tire. It's, it's because like you said, it's only a 30 second inch difference. difference in tread depth, but just, just enough so you can notice it. Right. Yeah. Right. That's and that's yeah, and that's the way it's gonna stay. Okay. Well the good news your tire's gonna be okay. Yep. All right. Well that's, that's good. Thank you, sir. <laughs>
Thank you. All right. Have a good afternoon. <clears throat> yep, you too. Well, I guess, you know, you can think of it this way. You have a portable checkerboard. It's just with you all the, yeah, I mean, yeah. You maybe make a game out of it. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, because it, actually if you drove on a soft dirt road. Oh, yeah, you, you make the board. That's Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Okay. Uh, we have two more calls and seven more minutes. So, 256. 256. Mississippi. Mm. Uh, I'm going back to uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. I don't know why. I'm probably wrong. Oh, it's probably, I, it's probably yeah. Ohio, but I'm going to go with Minnesota. Are you a Vikings fan? You're all about Minnesota today. Oh. Hey, where are you from? Sweet home, Alabama. Alabama. Ah, okay. All right. Well, all you guys right. have to be pretty happy after yesterday's game. Yeah, oh. roll tide. Yeah. Roll tide. Roll tide. Mm -hmm. Uh, two two quick things, and then I'll uh, get off here and continue listening. Appreciate the show. The guy that mm -hmm. called about uh, not being able to air his own tires up, most of the trucks mm -hmm. has got an air tank on them where you can plumb into them, you know, like with a quick connect like you do on yeah. the uh, air compressors. And if you, uh, that's what I do on mine. And, uh my steer tires, I have to wait until, you know, my, my tanks top off right around 130 to get them up to 120. But my drives and my trailers at 100, it's not you know, a problem to air them up. Yeah. Huh. yeah well, he's, the, uh, he's got a super singles. singles. Yeah. yeah. And those, you got to go up to 120, 130. Right, so, right. But there's only four of them. <laughs> that might take just a little while, but if you could, if you yeah, could yeah, do it, you got it yeah, cut down on time. Yeah, doing it. That's, trying to find I mean, a that's what I do with my, you know, with my steer tires. I just wait until it tops off at, at you know, it's one thirty, one thirty-five, and if I've got to add some to get them back, you know, up to one twenty, it's not, you know, it doesn't take them too long at all. And of course, my other ones are at one hundred, so it doesn't take them long at all. But I heard you also talking about rotating uh, the spread axle tires. How do you recommend right. to do that, sir? Front to back, because uh, Just straight front to back and not X something. Yeah, because yeah, because the the problem with Xing them is it's the it's the two of the corners are the ones that are going to wear the worst. Right. So if you X pattern between the, those two corners, you're just putting the worst wear to the worst wear. Okay, okay, that's that's what I was thinking you were talking about, but I just wanted to yeah. to double check yeah. and make sure and. I will get off here, but I sure do appreciate y'all's show, sir. All right. Well, thanks for coming. Thank you very much. Mm. Thank you. Alabama. We haven't been even close, have we? <laughs> no, not even. Uh... Uh, we were like a call off or two. Oh, well, yeah, but no, not for the call we took. But... Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, okay, we've got a repeat call. This is that Tennessee call again. Oh, okay. Yep. And oh, to my Alabama, to my Alabama <laughs> brother, I want to say roll tide. <laughs> very nice, All very right. nice. Uh, yeah, we beat the crap out of the Gators, so we deserve that SEC championship. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we'll have a work on the national championship. Yeah, yeah. Don't they play wanna, Michigan State? They do. Alabama they do plays Michigan ball. State. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. That is going to be a great game. That'll be fantastic. Mm -hmm. My sister is an MSU alumnus, so I'll be happy when they beat the crap out of them. So. 
I'm, I'm going to root for the Big Ten team because that's just us. I can't help myself. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it, you know what? We've got. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm going to root for him, sure, because I, that was a heck of a game. Painful to root for him, though. But, against the Spartans, but uh, I don't. I don't mind who wins this year. Uh, it, it's. I get the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. <laughs> they can the Rose Bowl do whatever they're doing yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I'd like to revisit back to the um, wheel bearing. With my truck having just over 200,000 miles, is there a interval where I should be checking the uh, wheel bearing, having a shop check the wheel bearing torque? Which, uh, which kind of truck is this? This is the 2014 Cascadia. Okay, well, it depends on what bearings it has. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, if it has those sealed bearings up on the steer, not even going to mess with them for six, seven, eight hundred thousand miles. They'll be fine. Uh, if it has that. If it doesn't, uh, again, it depends on, on what it has. They're, they're now putting sleeve assemblies on those Freightliners, yeah. depending yeah. on what you get. If it has a sleeve assembly and everything was done right, you probably won't have to mess with it for over a half million miles. If it does not have a sleeve assembly, it's something you got to check about every 50,000 miles. Okay. All right. And, yeah, my Alabama brother said something about, you know, putting the quick connect on the, air tank i used to be i used to have that on my 379 but with this new fangled aerodyne freightliner i you know everything's guarded by skirts and all oh the sure <laughs> yeah I, so i just wanted to revisit that torque issue i didn't know if that's something i should be having checked on a regular interval yeah well yeah as i say the i mean i would I would find out exactly what you've got, and that'll tell you what the interval will be. Yeah, um, I know the fronts are sealed. Well, okay. You know what? He says the fronts are sealed. I, the fronts are sealed. Okay, yeah, the then yeah, you're good on that. And then the rear, most likely, are going to want to check it about every 100 to 150,000 miles. Okay, and I, I, I'm not sure that they haven't been checked yet, so I'll get that done when I get the alignment done. Sure, yeah. Good time to do it. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't affect alignment if they were loose, but it will affect tire wear if uh, if you leave it loose. So yeah. All right. All right. And any good MD alignment shop will handle that for me, correct? Yes, they should. Yes. Should, yep. Should be fine. Mm -hmm. All right. They don't. I'll blame it on you. <laughs> As always. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Roll tide. Thank you. Okay. Well, that was the uh, that was the show. We're, oh, we're done with our last hour, right? And we'll we'll convene not next week. We're going to be in California. Uh, we'll come back uh, in a couple of weeks, just before Christmas, I guess. Yep. Sounds All good. Right. <clears throat> All right. Thanks uh, for listening, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our drive, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.